welcome to episode number 204 of the Tower Lake Talk podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And we do have a lot of news to get to today, um, but we did want to give you guys a little PSA. There will be no Pursuit of Plastic section in this episode. Um, actually, San Diego Comic-Con at home, plus a lot of other at-home things happened over this past weekend. So we're going to be doing a bonus Pursuit of Plastic episode uh, on its own that you'll still find as part of the DFAT Entertainment Network. So you'll see it as a Tower Light Talk episode, but it'll be a bonus episode for all you collectible fans out there. Um, so in the meantime, Chris, what have you been geeking out on, man? Yeah, I, um, you know, Masters of the Universe Revelation hit this past weekend, and it was wonderful. And take it from a, a real Motu fan, it's great. And I think that uh, everybody should check it out. You should go buy the toys. You should buy your kids the toys. Just get all in. Um, so what did you think? You liked it. I did. I uh, I loved it. And um, I know on It Crept from Eternia, we'll probably do a special episode on that YouTube channel to kind of go deep in. Because it really could be the whole episode if we really wanted to. But uh... <laughs> Each episode could be an episode. <laughs> yeah. So... Um... What we'll save you guys that so you can check that out on it crap from the Eternia YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, no, I loved it. And um I guess I, I would also have been geeking out on that as well. And I bought Ratchet and Clank for my PS5. Oh, nice. So I didn't want to spend 70. I found it on eBay for like 40 bucks, and it definitely is the most next gen that I've seen. Um because Miles was good, uh, for sure, but it was also made on PS4. Um, whereas this is like this is a PS5 game, and I I see why. I, like especially I, I played it on the on the theater screen, and I was like, whoa, okay, nice, <laughs> sixty frames per second. That's what's up. So I'm excited to play like a big game like an Assassin's Creed and see what that world looks like. As yeah, sure I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be any better than what you're playing on that. I mean, Bahala was made for PS4 as well. So, yeah, OK, you know, a lot of these games yeah. still are. And it's just there haven't been a lot of games to really treat us to this next gen <laughs> console yet. Right. Nor, I mean, right. ones I haven't really picked up besides Miles, I guess. But you said, you know, that's still that's still a, a previous generation game in a way. So, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, but let's get to some Marvel news here. First up, we do have our director name for Blade. Uh, the name is going to be screwed up. I, I think it's Bassam Tariq. Um, Sounds about he right. Yeah, he directed Mogul Mowgli with Riz Ahmed about an up-and-coming rapper. So, you know, Kevin Feige likes to, to find people you don't necessarily know where they came from, but he always seems to do a good job with that. So I'm not familiar with his work, but um, I am familiar with blade and I can't wait to see what happens with it. So stay tuned for 2023, right? Or beyond who knows. <laughs> um, yeah, no, absolutely. After they say the word vampires and Loki, I mean, it's, it's time to get excited. So hopefully, Hopefully, uh, we we get this under production soon, so we can see some stuff from this movie. Exactly. Uh, I think you said Loki, right? I did say Loki. Yeah, yeah. Season two has been confirmed. Uh, it is the first of these new shows that has a season two confirmation. So I thought that that was interesting, and um, I'm obviously very excited uh, to see what they have up their sleeves with more uh, Tom Hiddleston adventures. No, absolutely. This is the one that doesn't, I mean, this leads into all things MCU, while the other two were definitely lead-ins to the next movies, you know? So, right. I mean, they, they are what they are as standalones, but I would love to see more. I would love to see more of this Loki show. We're going to see more of it, and who knows what other wacky things they can they can do with it. I mean, this season alone was just astonishing, you know? So it was just... It was great and uh, a really great addition to the MCU. Exactly. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Um, this is interesting. Hawkeye and Miss Marvel 
uh, aka Kamala Khan, are rumored to be premiering on Disney Plus before the end of the year. Um, maybe. I mean, they both have been filmed probably for a little while. Um, you know, Hawkeye can't be too effects heavy. Miss Marvel can. I mean, you know, she's got her big hands and all that kind yeah, of fun yeah, yeah. stuff. So, uh, you know, what do you think? I can see Hawkeye coming out this fall yeah. at some point, definitely. And uh, Ms. Marvel, you want to say it comes out in 2021. Sure, it comes out like Jan- or December 31st to 2021. It goes into 2022. So, right. I mean, right. sure. Sure. Both have been under, you know, you know, under production. And we've seen photos from it. We know that uh, what's lined up for, uh, you know, for Hawkeye and what's coming next, uh, thanks to Black Widow. So there's a lot of things that, you know, are that need to come out now, I think. Uh, Hawkeye was one of them in order to tie into, I think, what they want, you know, what they were trying to achieve with Black Widow in a way, because that would be, if you wait too long, I, don't, I just, I, it's Marvel and we're patient, but at the same time, they're just going to start throwing shit at us now. So I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. me too. And then finally, uh, we got another casting news as far as She-Hulk. Uh, the CW actor Josh Sagara uh, will be heading over from CW Arrow to uh, the new Marvel life. So, um, you know, it's it's going to be a pretty crazy cast, I mean, already, and, and I can't wait to see uh, what's going on with this. Yeah, he did. His role as Agent Chase was excellent. So and I thought that he was pretty... Uh, pretty well versed uh in acting to be a, a just a cw show so it's nice to see him jumping over the pond and and taking on this role i did i liked him a lot in in that role on, on me Arrow. too yeah he was one of the best parts of that whole two seasons yeah he saved, yeah he saved a lot of that at that point <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he really did um speaking of cw or rather dc what's going on over there yeah man uh so we got some we got some HBO Max uh, news going on here. Uh, first up, we have uh, Leslie Grace. This is big news. She was cast as Batgirl in the HBO Max Batgirl movie. And as we've been saying, some of these some of these films should find their way to streaming. And I'm glad that you know Warner Brothers and DC are taking steps in different directions when it comes to these films. And this, you know, I don't know who she is really. Um, and until I see her as Barbara Gordon. I got nothing to say. So they're excited that they're moving pretty fast on this production. Yeah. Um, you know, this is another one of those things. It's like with Wonder Woman, you know, Joss Whedon had been working on that for a long time. And then all of a sudden it came out. Right. I feel like he wrote like a TV show or something and then <laughs> then made his way over there. And he also had touched Batgirl. It, it sounds yeah. hard to say that now when I here say joss whedon but the at least scripting he touched <laughs> so i think it was more of a vocal thing so touching is yeah, an okay I, I word to so. use um, okay. <laughs> anyways yeah i i'm very excited to see what direction they go in with this batgirl does it make sense in the world of the batman uh maybe maybe that's where they're gonna place it maybe they'll place it on another earth who knows uh but that's the fun thing about dc these days uh and speaking of that we're moving forward with the Michael B. Jordan uh, Velzad movie for HBO Max as well. Or, um, movie or series, I think, uh, whichever it is, uh, this is what has been in kind of talks uh, in regards with J.J. Abrams and the Black Superman idea. And I think this is a really good step to be putting it on HBO Max. Um, if it didn't really garner enough support across the Internet because Internet's, you know, full of douchebags, um, then you know what? Give it to the people that really give a shit. You know, streaming's doing great. Black Middle Widow made a lot of money. Um, and DC's presence on HBO Max has been excellent. So I'm excited for anything that has to do with the Velzad movie series, whatever. Yeah, it's this is interesting because it's it's gonna be separate from the Michael or the JJ Abrams thing. So, so it like, is separate. Yeah, yeah. Him and Tanahisi Coates are still doing the big screen. This is just like, so that could be our traditional Superman, and then this or is the other black Superman, maybe. <laughs> right, so, maybe. No, but you're and, right. Yeah. 
we don't know if Jordan's playing Superman. Uh, that would, you know, I guess our minds all obviously go there. He's a great actor. So, yeah, this is like, I, you know, with Batgirl getting a, is that a TV show or a movie? I believe that's a movie. I think so, right. So maybe this is as well. Like maybe they're tying in the, the TV verse, you know, with the Batman and uh, Green Lanterns. And maybe that's how they're going to do it, you know, and make the TV, the HBO verse, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. As were. Which is fine. I'm, yeah, I'm it's totally super fine exciting. with it. No, yeah. it's, it's awesome. I mean, this, the fact that I, I didn't even realize that they were still doing that project uh, with Coates and Abrams. So that's, that's awesome. I thought mm-hmm. maybe this is, is what it transformed into. But hey, if you want to do both, you can do both. <laughs> so let's do it. Um, next up, we got the final uh, trailer for Titan season three, which is due out August 12th, I believe. So uh, that's that's incoming. Uh, also known as Gotham Knights, the TV show. Uh, this this season will concentrate mostly on the going on in Gotham. Uh, it looks it looks good as usual, uh, but we'll have to see in the long run. Raven, what? <laughs> Who? <laughs> She's literally in one second of the trailer. I was like, um, okay, sure. We can watch the Gotham Knights TV show. Why not? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Batman villains, Batman allies. <sighs> yep. yep. Oh, well, at least we're getting it. It's yeah, this is also true. This is also true. Um, next up, something really neat, honestly. Um, Victoria Cartagena played Renee Montoya in Gotham. And now she'll be reprising the role on the CW um, on Batwoman. So I thought that was neat, especially when we're looking at this multiverse idea from from DC. And now this is really kind of a, a neat way to do it as well. Just kind of jumping over from show to show, because when they showed that at the end of Infinite Cry- or Crisis on Infinite Earths, and they showed all those that montage with all the different shows and movies and whatnot. And Gotham was on there. It's, you know, they, they're trying to connect everything and hiring the actress who played the character for another show is is a is a cool idea. In my it's opinion. a very cool idea. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She was good. Hopefully that, she was good that works. Yeah, I did, too. Um, speaking of characters playing other roles, it looks like Constantine is departing the CW verse as of now. And hopefully this means that we're going to get some movement on the Justice League dark side of things. So, um, unfortunately, Matt Ryan will not be playing John Constantine anymore, but he will be in a new role of Dr. Gwyn Davies, an eccentric scientist from the early 20th century who might be the team's only hope next season. So, big change uh, there. Uh, the show is coming back. And so, hey, let's let's see what happens. I am I'm actually in the in in the in the you know on the on the fence about um the whole Constantine thing because if everyone wants Matt Ryan as Constantine and everybody's always wanted but it's not going to happen for this show and I don't think it should happen for this show he's he's played his he's played his part he had a good tenure and I think it's time for somebody else to play it so that's that's my that's my uh my thoughts on why he's not going to be the character next season Hmm. I, uh, okay. I mean, I wish it was, Hey, he's leaving legends of tomorrow to go and be a justice league, dark Constantine though. I mean, I'm not against, you know, new actors stepping into these roles. I just, I really like his and it would have been kind of cool to see that transition. Yeah. It was just like Montoya transitioned. Why not Matt Ryan? Right. I guess it's only on super small screen, right? Mm. Uh, anyways uh i'm looking forward to injustice the animated movie and uh we got a we got a look at the cast and it's kind of interesting because i'm not super familiar with a lot of these names honestly like justin hartley is superman anson mount is batman lawyer laura bailey is lois lane ramakushna uh and ramakushna Zach Callison is Damien and Jimmy Olsen. So a lot of people here. Uh, I'm excited for this. But like you said, I wonder what the scope of it's going to be. Yeah, oh, that's it's going to be interesting. Um, 
so I will say this. You you might not be familiar with the actors by their name. You will absolutely be familiar with them by role. Ah. Like this guy was like seed he was the arrow on Smallville. Yes, like, I know what Justin Hartley is. Yeah. 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 First few I knew. Okay. Then it, yeah. then it kind of fell off. Um yeah, I'm looking at some of them. Like I, I think it would just be a matter of seeing them. Honestly, I think you would know them. But uh that being said, yeah, it's a great series, comic series, and obviously video game series. So we're gonna see what this is like. I'm excited for it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh and then another form of multimedia. Uh DC is gonna be doing some cool podcasts coming up. And so they've cast Batman uh for Batman Unburied. And he'll be played by Winston Duke, who is from Black Panther. Uh, and he is also joined by Jason Isaacs, who's Alfred. And this is by David S. Goyer. Uh, so this is this is cool. I like this casting. I thought that um, what was his character in in Black Panther? Uh, yeah, Mubatu. So, yeah. What do you what do you think of this? Do you have you checked out any of these DC podcasts? I haven't yet. Um, and it's really funny because like the first thing I read on Twitter was like, I'm really excited about this. Am I going to listen to it? Probably not. But this is cool <laughs> that we have a black Batman. <laughs> so like, you know, I love podcasts. I love audio dramas. It's just one of those things. It's another thing, you know, to consume. Yeah. And um, I'm currently listening to the newest Star Wars book. So will I get there? You know, you and I like uh david esquire enough to to follow his career you know and see what what he decides to do and hey i i actually i like this idea so i'll definitely check it out yeah just a little another little tidbit of news as it was david esquire said this week in an interview that originally the dark knight trilogy is was being part of the dc i'm not going to say the last two letters but dc universe movies mm-hmm and I mean, makes a lot of sense that Christopher Nolan was involved in Man of Steel, as we've said, um, things like that. So I thought that was interesting. Things come of light, all the negativity. But then all of a sudden you realize, oh, yeah, maybe they were trying to build something really great at one point. So anyways, speaking of something great, uh, reviews have been hitting. Reactions have been hitting for the Suicide Squad. And uh, if you've read any of them. They're pretty, pretty good. Uh, so pretty excited. Are you planning to see this in the theater? Uh, yes, this is one that I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do um, for sure. I don't need to read, you know, I don't need the reviews. I read one and it was awesome, mm-hmm. but yeah. that was, I was like, okay, you know, you just confirmed what we've already known that James Gunn's going to make a kick-ass R rated <laughs> movie right (laughs) that's all you needed we haven't seen him do an r-rated flick in a while so i know this thing's going to be messed up and amazing exactly exactly and what a better what a better way to do it than you know the suicide squad so i'm hoping his carte blanche is uh well worth it uh i'll be seeing an imax on thursday night so very excited very excited thursday thursday seven o'clock showing gosh I still got to watch freaking G.I. Joe and uh, I'll probably buy Jungle Cruise on Disney Plus. Eh, I'll wait for that few months. Yeah. Suicide Squad, though. We got to go. Got to go see that. Yeah. Yes. I haven't heard good things about Snake Eyes, but it's too bad it's not coming to Paramount Plus fast enough. Um, (laughs) So I do want to see that. Let's see. Let's jump to that galaxy far, far away. And so we're going to get another behind the scenes look from... Dave Filoni and Fab and crew. Uh, so we'll be seeing the making of the Mandalorian finale, and that hits Disney Plus on August 25th. So if you want to see how your favorite Jedi was brought to life and brought into your favorite Star Wars TV show ever, then yeah, be there. <laughs> A long time coming. Uh, honestly, I don't know why this didn't get released to begin with, but I'm not going to complain about it because I'll be there. <laughs> and speaking of this, that the deep fake people got hired by Lucasfilm. That's super that. funny. Isn't that great? It's yeah. just, it's just the internets, all the internets. 
Uh, and then last up in Star Wars news, we got more HR news. So uh, the latest slate of High Republic novels have been announced. And so we are headed, I think, I think it's into phase two, right? In January. Right. So right now we're still in phase one with this latest slew of books that just dropped. Uh, I hope you're all enjoying those. But we do have uh, what's starting in January of uh, 2022 with A Fallen Star by Claudia Gray. Mission to Disaster by Justina Ireland. Midnight Horizon by Daniel Jose Older and Eye of the Storm by Charles Soule. Uh, so, yeah. Let me ask you, uh-huh. you would assume that this Marvel one is a new comic then? Yes. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, we're looking at it. When you look at the, when you look at all that, it's like Disney publishing or Del Rey mm-hmm. and it's all that shared publishing. So if it says Marvel, it's, it's either going to be a, a limited series or maybe a, a graphic novel which would be cool but which would be uh, cool yeah but yeah. you know they'll, they'll issue it out so we'll see but yeah okay. get ready more hr i still gotta get on um i don't Rising remember the storm name. yeah <laughs> i just got it i just got it in the mails so i gotta, I gotta start it yeah anyways it's time for some commercials and we'll be right back with more Taoi talk do you remember Conan or Nintendo, Chris? Yeah. Oh my gosh, what about Earthworm Jim for the Nintendo 64? One of my favorites. Don't you wish you had it? I do. I really do sometimes. Okay, but what about some of those old games that you had, and you're maybe just kind of looking to clean out your collection and make a little cash? Would I be able to trade them for anything? Well, I've got the answer for you. Ridley's Gaming Realm is your one-stop shop for great gaming discussion, as well as a place for retro buying, selling, and trading without the fees and dramas of the other selling sites. Really? No drama? <laughs> well, you know, we try to avoid the drama oh. there. So they pride themselves on having over a year of zero reported scams. You can find them on Facebook. Just search Ridley's Gaming Realm. That's Ridley's, R-I-D-L-E-Y-S. Or click on the link in the show description. Is that really, like, from Metroid? (laughs) And uh, make sure to tell them that D-Fat sent you. Need more context on your favorite movie? Is Obama. Obama, okay. Senator Obama. Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like, this is is quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies. Hey, come take a seat at the campfire. You're not the only one who joins. I've got friends that come over sometimes, too. We talk about a ton of interesting things from geek culture. Then we cover some conspiracies or philosophical thoughts or monsters. You know, we talked about Bigfoot in one episode. It's a lot of fun, so come join me at the Campfire Chats, a DFAT entertainment podcast hosted on Spotify and other fine places you find podcasts. We are back with more Tally Talk, and uh, we're going to jump into some comic book news uh, so not too much, but uh, from DC this this week, uh, they announced a new Batman miniseries and we'll be kidding. It's called Batman the Imposter. It's a three issue prestige format series hitting this October uh, written by Mattson Tomlin, uh, who also contributed uh, to the script for the Batman uh, with Matt Reeves and then also Peter Craig. Um, and then also Tom will be teaming up with Eisner winner artist and fan our favorite Andrea Sorrentino. That's pretty awesome. Okay. Yeah, I am. I'm down for that for sure. Yeah, I think it's interesting. They keep bringing in these these screenwriters. Um, <laughs> right. I, I think it's awesome. I think it's amazing. Me too. Um, next up, we have Marvel News and it's the last of the Marvels. Uh, so now I'm not really sure what this means anymore, but um, it looks like uh it looks like Captain Marvel, the original Captain Marvel, Genus Vale, is back again um, <laughs> in The Last of the Marvels, uh, which will be a new story arc uh, 
where Carol Danvers will have to defend the legacy of Captain Marvel. Uh, and this looks like they'll be bringing in all the Marvels, like Captain Marvel and Mary Marvel. Oh, wait, that's that's all the wrong people. Yeah, um, wrong. Any, anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this will be, uh, let's see, it looks like Carol Danvers, Kamala Khan will be there. Um, and that's, and hopefully we'll get uh, some stuff maybe that'll tie into the upcoming TV show. So, anyways, what do you think? It sounds like a good idea. You know, I don't, I don't really know. I haven't read Marvel in a long time now, <laughs> consistently. So, uh, I am not as excited as I would be about some other properties. But good on you if you read Marvel. Right, exactly. All the cosmics. Uh, this might interest you. Uh, so, after Sabrina was canceled by Netflix, they're bringing the stories back with a comic book series. Yeah, this is interesting. Um, I did not know that at all. And um, yeah, this sounds like a cool idea because the same writer who did the, you know, showrunner slash writer again, you know, for who created the entire comic series um, is is doing it again. That's cool. I like this idea quite a bit, actually. Yeah, I think there's a there's still room uh, to grow this world and. I don't, it was prematurely canceled anyways, right? So I'm not... Uh, yeah, they didn't end it in a, any fashion, good fashion at all. It's always unfortunate when that happens. And last up, Scott Snyder's been talking about uh, his moves after DC. And so today he announced uh, that he's joined with Comixology for eight originals with eight superstar artists. So that's that's pretty ambitious. Eight new titles uh, from, let's see. Let's see. Let's, let's look at this slate. Raphael Albuquerque, Greg Capullo, Francesco Fra- Villa, uh, Jamal Eagle, Jock, Chula Lote, Francis uh, Menopool, and Dan Panosian. The lineup. Yeah, I mean, it's bonkers. Um, it's also like, so digitally, Comixology slash Kindle, Dark Horse will actually be putting it out physically. Um, this is just like, he literally got to pick his, as he wrote, murders gallery <laughs> of artists, you know, who have probably, you know, most of them have worked with him before, but this is really crazy. Um, this is just a testament to people's, fever pitch for getting scott snyder's works so good on him very proud of him uh it's great i'll get them all <laughs> yeah we'll see we'll see what happens all right uh, let's jump over to crowd sorcery i'll take this first one mm-hmm. uh so this is ended today but this was super impressive honestly um orlog is a mini game you play in assassin's creed valhalla and it's fucking amazing. It's really fun <laughs> game. And I was like, they should make this for real. And then also this Kickstarter came up, <laughs> and it and it made nearly a million dollars. Well, it made a million dollars in Canadian money, um, but it made eight hundred eighty-six thousand um, dollars. And that was on like a sixty thousand dollar, <laughs> you know, goal. So that's that's pretty amazing. Uh, this game involves rolling die using God's favors. It's a very neat game, but it involves a lot of pieces. So as the game, as Kickstarter progressed, of course, with, you know, with uh, stretch goals and whatnot, they, they made more and more things um, interesting. Like before it was cardboard pieces. Now it's metal pieces. Uh, They added like felt lining to the, the, the dish that you roll in all this really cool stuff. Uh, So, you know, this, of course, you know, this will be all over the place after, of course, the Kickstarter. So there's something to look forward to if you uh, are enjoying the game in-game. Uh, I'm sure it'll be available at whatever store you shop at. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, sometimes they'll go and, like, put a link on after it's funded to say, like, oh, pre-order the game if you missed out on the Kickstarter. So hopefully yep. they do that and we'll we'll leave the link in there just in case. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Actually, let me take let me jump ahead to the Mythic Legion ones as long as I'm sure. on these. Um, I do want to just bring up that uh, Mythic Legion's tactics is coming to Kickstarter. 
And so that was the game that Poor Horseman Studios uh, built based on their uh, Mythic Legions action figure line. And so they originally did it under a different crowd uh, funding uh, company, but now they're going to be on Kickstarter. So I'm going to leave the link in this so that you guys can sign up for it if you'd like for a notification. Um, but more, it's, uh, it's your chance to get more, uh, you know, put more money towards the project, unlock more factions, probably get some exclusive figures as well. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah. This is a uh, absolute yeah. I cannot cannot wait to check this out because I I was a little iffy on the main whatever you want to call it crowdfunding situation, but this I don't know. I'm excited when I read what they're doing as far as updates go, and I like that. Yeah, very um, Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I was going to talk about Pacific Rim Omnibus, and it's already it's got 21 days left. It's already made oh, 96000 on a $10,000 goal. But if you like Pacific Rim um, in general, there's going to be like a book about the Blackout series as well that's on Netflix and five original graphic novels. So if you are a Kaiju versus Jaeger fan like I am, this is a no-brainer. Got to get them. Got to have them. Absolutely. I don't think I've ever read any of them before either. So this is something I'll be checking out. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, all right. So let's take a quick commercial break. and We'll be right back. Do you miss hanging out at bars with a friend? Cream, cream ale. Do you miss those two friends of yours that would always end up drinking too much, leading to discussions about political philosophy? If so, then we have a podcast for you. When they nuked the Capitol, you know, that was bad. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jake. Join us at the tavern for a pint, a few laughs, and some nonsensical discussions. I will say neither of us are constitutional lawyers. <laughs> a political podcast for the unencumbered political mind. Search for the Bull and Moose Tavern on your favorite podcast streaming service today. He managed to make Trump look good on something. It's like bad. Defet Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. Defat Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with Defat Comics. All right, we are on for some TV news. Uh, there is a new G.I. Joe animated series coming. Uh, Hasbro said that we will be getting new Joe in 2022 on the small screen in animated form. Uh, G.I. Joe Snake Eyes story or whatever the hell it's called is out in theaters right now. So <laughs> Joe Fever is in the air. Chris, any desire to watch a new Joe cartoon? Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all the cartoons, buddy. All the all the nostalgia. That's it. That's oh, and, it. And, uh, yeah. Bring it all back. I don't. I always felt like when they ran out of ideas for cartoons, you know, they just started making really bad cartoons instead of just keep remaking making old the new ones. Just yeah, make, the old ones. make them new again. Yep, exactly. <laughs> as long as it's not like Roar. That's right. All we that's that's nobody all we asked. Watched. So that's fun. Um. We are just a short while away from a new Dexter series, a uh, continuation of the original series. And we have confirmation now that Jennifer Carpenter, uh, a.k.a. his... Did you watch Dexter? Yep. Okay, his dead Don't sister. Don't worry about it. I know everything about it. Oh, jeez. Okay, well, she's dead. And she's coming yes. back as a dead body. <laughs> Excellent. Like, like American Werewolf in London style? I think exactly like that. <laughs> Actually, that. given the trailer, yeah, it might be like that. <laughs> I did watch the trailer today. Yeah, so who knows? Uh, quite possibly Deb is his next dark passenger. Maybe. Right. Yeah. Uh, we also got a trailer for Chucky, the Shit. new sci-fi channel show um, and USA show. It's running simultaneously, but that's going to come out. I want to say October 12th. Um, so if you are a Charles Lee fan, Charles Lee Ray fan, like I am, you got to check that out. Cannot wait. 
knew there's <laughs> I knew there's something I forgot to watch today. I sat down on my lunch to watch all the trailers on here, and nope, I forgot. That's okay. One. It 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 wasn't I'm, much. I'm pretty bad about it. <laughs> the Chucky thing's a teaser. Um, yeah. so you know, it won't take you that much time, or just wait for a real trailer. Uh, HBO Max is doing two more Game of Thrones, uh, in animated form. Uh, so one of them is going to be, uh, set in Imperial China inspired land of Yeeti. And, um, the other one, I don't know what it's about, but Hey, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, you're getting even more Game of Thrones. What do you think about this? You just said you want more cartoons, right? Yeah, bring it, bring it all. <laughs> That's it. Most people, most people don't complain about cartoons, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next, we have the World of John Wick, the spinoff series, The Continental. They've got their director as well as a $60 million budget, which is bonkers to me. Uh, so... Yeah, so the director will be Albert Hughes, and instead of being like a full series, we're going to get a three-part event. So I don't know how long that means, if it's going to average out to be about 90 minutes, or I think it's 90 minutes installments, so these three installments. Oh, like Sherlock? Yeah, yeah right? Yep, mm. good thinking. Honestly, it's it's the shorter the better these days. Put more money into it. Mm-hmm. Tell a better story. Don't give us so many puffer pigs. You know our you know our thoughts on these things. Um, it still won't cost as much as The Last of Us, apparently. Though. Yeah, yeah, uh, probably not. No. Um, Neil Gaiman. It's got another show in development. This time, the Anansi Boys. Uh, that character premiered in. Jeez, uh, what's the show that I haven't watched? American Gods. American Gods. So. This is for Amazon, while the other one is for FX. I don't know if there's any, you know, relation to the two series or not, but yeah. What, American Gods in this? Yeah. Neil Gaiman says he doesn't give a shit if they cancel American Gods or not. (laughs) His philosophy is that that show will find a home eventually anyways. I think that it's a better move. I mean, he's got shows on Amazon already. I think that it's a better platform for him honestly um and i I mean paid cable is a is i mean it was on stars showtime one of those ones that maybe nobody really subscribes to unless it's free for the month but i mean if you do that's fine but i mean it's not an hbo or anything like that so i mean i think he's right in the fact that that american gods will get picked up somewhere else uh but this is interesting that he's moving ahead with you know, having this done, you know, so right. It's great. It's great. He's just not afraid. He's not afraid. He never will be. Um, okay. What is this? This is crazy. It's nuts. <laughs> so the co-creator of Eureka is working on a live actions Dungeons and Dragons TV series. Again, Hasbro is just going full going crazy this year honestly with the licenses and everything that they're deciding to do wizard they own wizards of the coast so dungeons and dragons has been going crazy we already got a movie live action movie in the works so um yeah i'm really excited to see exactly what andrew cosby who's the co-creator of boom studios as well (laughs) which i didn't know like yeah let's let's have this guy you know bring this to life this is awesome. You know my thoughts on this. I don't even I don't even like like D&D, so just shut it down already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all of it. I'm going to take all of it whenever they want to put anything D&D out. Yeah, I mean it's just been an onslaught since yeah, since the beginning of the year. Video games and and source books Candlekeep. Yeah. crossovers and Magic together, you know, it just it's insane. So <clears throat> I think that they're making bold moves at the right time, especially after the success of D&D during the pandemic. Um, you know, it doesn't look like things are getting any better. So we'll be back to that virtual <laughs> D&D table again. So get ready. Get ready. Uh, and finally, in TV news, Netflix is developing a live action Pokemon series. I'm going to say this. 
normally I would scoff at this sort of thing. I think it would be kind of stupid because I'm not that like I'm not a Pokemon player, actually. But I did enjoy um, Detective Pikachu. I do like the idea. Like I played the game like a couple games and I actually don't mind them whatsoever. Like the the GBA games. Right. So uh, any of them. Hold on. Yeah, I I'm very much intrigued by this idea. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's time. We've had so many animated series for Pokemon. Pokemon mm-hmm. is so popular now. It's been yeah. for it's been around for so long too, and people like that's the thing. About it's it, old. Like it's old. Like original. I think Nintendo. it's like ninety nine. <laughs> no, it's like original Nintendo old. Oh, okay. I think it's older than ninety nine. Yeah. Um, checked it out, but. Amazing. I think that why would you do another animated series? Oh, you, you're going to do like another anime. So you just did one. Then you did one the year before. Then you put a movie out before that. So it's the natural progression. It's it's time. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah 100%. All right. Let's move on to movies. We've got the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer that came out. Didn't watch it. I did. And you did? Same. It's basically the same trailer. Okay. A little I, just, more involved. I, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to see anymore though. People released the toys online, of course. So I was like, yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. I got confused when I woke up this morning, I saw like gray haired ghostbuster toys. I'm like, wait, these, these don't look like, <laughs> like any Ghostbusters yeah. I've seen yet. And then yeah. I saw the trailer hit, and then I saw them kids in the toy form. Yeah. Then I, of course, watched the trailer on my lunch. And, you know, it was good. Um, I'm fucking excited for this movie. I can't wait. Uh, and they didn't really spoil too much in the, in the trailer that I didn't expect. Uh, they really just kind of went a little bit deeper than the first trailer. Um, but I am I am a thousand percent in on this movie. Yeah. I... Um... Me too. I was already in. I mean, it just sounds yeah. insane. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I don't need to see anything. That girl uh, looks, looks, she oh. looks like Egon. It's so crazy. Yeah, I know. They did it really like, good. Just job. like it. It's like yeah. her face. It's like, holy crap. Yeah. Um, okay, so in our next piece of news, Star Trek film is being directed by WandaVision's Matt Shackman. Um, so, sure. Do we, do I know him? Have I? He just did WandaVision. You know, I didn't know of him before this either. I don't believe. You know, we're gonna look him up and be like, oh yeah, of course. But um, I, I'm excited. I don't know why. You know, I mean, they were really pushing Star Trek for, for a while there, hardcore last year, and all of a sudden it dropped off. And I was like, they never even announced the movie. They. They just kind of, you know, new shows are coming and stuff, so it's still alive and well. And they announced Lower Decks season three, maybe today. But I was just kind of surprised that a movie didn't get announced at that time. So this this sounds good. I like I like I thought he did a great great job on WandaVision. And I'd like to see, you know, what he can do with Star Trek. Yeah, this guy has directed like almost every TV show I've ever watched. Yeah, he. Yeah, he he directs a lot of like it's always sunny. He's directed some Game of Thrones. He's like he's made his mark around. So I could see the transition. I think anyone who worked on Game of Thrones, just regardless of the episode, probably deserves to make a movie. <laughs> I think that I think that it's even even more so now, especially when we look at WandaVision and and, and shows like that yeah. as the much more cinema cin- uh, cinematic. So. Yep. And there's more higher budgets and more special effects. So how are they not longer movies and, and and even tougher schedules? I don't know. You know, it's it's going to be a fine line and little gray area eventually, I think. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the Wheel of Time, one of the biggest fantasy books series ever. Uh, it's going to Amazon and it is going to be a TV show. But now we are also hearing it's going to get a movie trilogy so any thoughts on this chris i am very excited for this um first off we're all always better for more fantasy Jeez, and man. this this is something that i tried to tackle when i was younger i think i got through the first three books um and then 
and I fell off it. So, you know, it's it's something I probably pick up again in adulthood uh, because I probably enjoy it even more. And when I heard about this being announced, it was such a it is a very ambitious project and something that people have tried to do for a long time. Uh, but you know, if this is this is Amazon, right? Yeah. Yeah, if Amazon can pull this off and game um and Lord of the Rings, holy shit. That's and you know what though? That's the thing, is like you have like an insanely rabid fan base, even more than The Witcher, I would say, as far as fantasy people go. Mm-hmm. Like The Witcher for sure, but he got the crossover into video games, and I think that made the whole situation more popular. This I have a Wheel of Time video game. It was from like the cd rom days i was gonna say was it like a sierra like game yeah, or something it was i forget um mm. but yeah I, I remember playing it so yeah i think uh as far as the fantasy world goes uh amazon could be taken over um all right antonio banderas joins indiana jones 5 which is still on hiatus i think because like harrison ford broke a hip or <laughs> can't remember exactly what happened can they say just CGM already? Oh boy! Just joking, just joking. Rabbit fans everywhere. Um, yeah, it's too bad. I, I mean, this is great. I love Antonio Banderas, and um, it's a great addition to the cast. Maybe he'll be a bad guy. That'd be fun. That that'd be, be a fun thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, Clerks three. Uh, has got the green light. It is getting put out by Lionsgate, and they started their first cast read-through today. I saw the tweet from Kevin Smith, and they were all sitting around the table, like a coffee table. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't, uh, whew, cannot wait. Yeah, excited. Very excited for that. Glad that, that it's happening. Um, it's been what? How long has it been since Clerks 2? A long time, at least years, probably 10 years or so. Yeah, Yeah. it's been a while. No, it's great. It'll be nice to see him get back to that world again. Um, I did enjoy the the Jay and Silent Bob reboot for what it was. Um, And but it'll be nice to see a a brand new entry in uh, USQ world. So. Yeah, that. uh, I'm coming back, Kevin. Uh, We got our trailer for Malignant. Um, which is the next James Wan horror movie. I actually forgot this trailer came out. It came out like on a really busy day. So um, did you watch it? No. Okay. Well, it's James Wan horror movie. Uh, that's all I needed to know. Can't wait. <laughs> that's all. Now this one I did watch. Jackass Forever. And oh, no, not I this. Got... <laughs> oh, you didn't watch this? I'm not a big Jackass fan. Oh, okay. Well, I was, am, and it was great. <laughs> I loved it, and I can't wait um, to watch it. It was it was a very uh, nostalgic trailer, so nice. they did a good job with it. Um, this, did you just add this? What is Army of Thieves? Yeah, so this is a little prequel movie they're doing to oh, Army of the Dead. Oh, Jesus. With that, with that uh, with, uh, bank robber. Um, yeah. And it looks pretty fun. Uh, so it's Zack Snyder produced, so it won't be as many slow-mo scenes and, and mm. things you don't like about Zack Snyder. Why watch it? I like. Um, I will. I liked. Did you watch Army of the Dead yet? I haven't finished it. Okay. How, how's it going so far? <laughs> I'm an hour and a half in, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, it's good times. It's, yeah. Anyway. It's, um, just this... This looks like a lot of fun, and I love that they're actually building this world out. Me too. Me too. It's going to get the animated series as well. And um, I forget, Natalie Emmanuel is going to be in this movie. Uh, let's go over to gaming, Chris. Do it. Let's close it out. We're going to close out with gaming because we have a special Pursuit of Plastic coming out to you soon. Uh won't be part of this episode, so we'll be uh, closing it out. So just a little bit of gaming news. Uh, D&D news, you know, D&D is everywhere. Uh, the latest source book was announced, uh, Fizban's Treasury of Dragons. And as Casey reminded me and us this week that Fizban is part of the Dragonlands. Yeah, that was, um, I knew the name sounded familiar when they kept talking about it. And I, I caught a lot of that live stream, but I missed that part <laughs> with that connection. So pretty cool. Um, you know, again, Wizards of the Coast owns it all, but it, you know, they, 
some they are usually separate Forgotten Realms and um, Dragonlands, which is right. Yeah. So, anywho, uh, now it makes me want to get this source book. I read I read more about it, and I was like, "Ooh, this is kind of neat." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's just so many books coming out this year. Uh, so you know, with the the latest Magic of the Gathering one coming out later this year, it's just seems like almost every other month we've gotten a book. I know it's crazy. It's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, next up, Wolf Eye Studios has announced that their upcoming dark fantasy Wild West game, Weird West, uh, will be released on Steam, PlayStation Four, and Xbox One. So. Uh, Weird West mixes lawmen and gunslingers with werewolves, demons, and other fantastical creatures in a mashup of an overhead shooter with RPG elements. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah, I watched the trailer for this. Um, I didn't realize that uh, it was it was a game that was already like a PC and like other PS4 and Xbox One game. So they're kind of like reimagining it. it looks cool. Right down, right up our alley, or down our alley. I'm not sure which it is anymore. All um, the alleys. Yeah. Don't walk down the wrong alley. That's what it is. Um, last up, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, the the next festival, which is the quote unquote summer festival, Sigirblot, I believe it's pronounced, uh, will be starting on July 29th. So that's the free update as usual with all the great activities, uh, games, new missions, things to buy. And whatnot. So that'll uh, get you ready because the Siege of Perry, uh, Siege of Paris is coming. Uh, that's going to be on August 12th. And the festival will run from July 29th to August 19th. So I'm pumped. Uh, this is Siege of Paris, the last paid DLC that's part of the original season's pass. But they say that they have a really big year coming, the second year of Valhalla, I should say. Uh, so I'm really excited for the Siege of Paris. Um, I do like these these little little festivals. They're not anything crazy, but it's it is fun to get some extra missions in there and and equipment. Oh, and you're finally going to get the one handed sword. There you go. I, That's pretty sweet. A lot of growth in this game. It's fun. So Chris, where can you find us? Yeah, so we uh check us out Defense Entertainment on DefenseEntertainment.com. Uh, it's a great podcast network consisting of 10 over 10 shows uh so there's something for everyone uh so check it out you'll find a you know you'll find something up your alley as they say um and also uh i'd like to plug white imprints in cuba new york uh, who does all their apparel for defat entertainment and defat comics we'll leave a link in the uh show notes here uh so you can check them out and purchase swag from your favorite defat entertainment show absolutely cannot miss it love it guys this is casey saying go read some comics and this is chris saying don't forget a towel